Warning, warning! Two idiots are reading the SCP files over the intercoms. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. Bow. Welcome to discovering SCP, my grandchildren. Yes, Th thanks for listening to us. It is I, Grandpa. I'm not sure what this bit where we. <laughs> I didn't think this bit through any further than me saying that first line. <laughs> What's that? Shy guy's gotten out. I'll game into myself. No, the, the, I don't, the, I'm not quite tracking. I'm not quite tracking how the bit works here. Let's, no, let's redo no, we'll do it in post. No, no, just redo the episode. <laughs> Never mind. That was the worst opening we've ever done. Please redo the episode, Tandem Bay. Okay, I've, I've restarted the recording. Oh. Welcome all to right. Discovering SCP. My name is Tanhany. You all know me. Some of you might know this other guy. His name is, uh... My name's Graham. Darnell. Oh, Darnell. Oh. Yeah, I'm Darnell, and this is definitely not our second take. Definitely not. So, we've got a few SCPs to look at today, unusually. Usually we don't actually do anything. We just sort of talk... In maybe oh. different voices oh. for an hour or so. So this is this is unusual. We're actually going to have some content today. We have content every day. Stop insulting our viewers. <laughs> so <laughs> we have Getting three. Cocky, huh? Yeah, we have three SCPs today, and uh, I know I said we might be moving on to the SCP one thousand today. That's going to be next episode. Because we do have a few, a few of the big ones we still need to shoot through to get that foundation. For the foundation. Didn't think I was ready yet for the next series, huh? I'll show you my true power. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, anything we want to say before we, uh, we, 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 we get into it? Um, no, I'm excited to see what you have for me today. Hopefully, it'll be good. I mean, it always is good, so I'm not too worried, but... Okay, so, uh... The first one we have today is SCP-231... Uh, let me find the title for it as well, because I've not been reading out the titles at all. Do you have the link, my friend? Yes, I do. It is called Special Personnel Requirements. Ooh. I'm special. So, yeah, we go through a lot of SCPs here that are funny, much like Peanuts. Uh, this one isn't funny. Uh, so, so, so you said it's called Special Personnel Requirements. Yes. So this is so a is this just... Hmm. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Explain it, go ahead. No, sorry, uh, I don't actually have anything to say. <laughs> you, uh, you, you tell me. Well, it looks like it was written by Dr. Clef, by the way, but yeah. uh, what I was going to ask is, is this not an SCP, then? It is an SCP. Oh. So is the... I already forgot the name. Uh, special Personnel... Special... What was it? Special Personnel Requirements? Yes, so is it just about what's required to stop yes. it? It doesn't even have a picture. Image removed by order of O5... Okay, so shall we begin? This is a bit of a controversial one, but it is sort of important, so... Let's... Well, it can't be super controversial, because mm. it's got, like, 2,000 upvotes. It is very old as well, so let's, let's, let's just get through it and uh, see what okay, we think. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. So, we have item number SCP-231-7. So, uh, this isn't SCP-231, this is a seventh one of it, apparently. Mm, see addendum in regards to SCP-231-1 through 6. To think it's already reached the seventh generation. Object class Keta. Or Psy Keter. You can't say that. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh. Sight and personnel <laughs> requirements. So, this is something new. We don't usually have this part. 
Yeah, I, I just realized that as well, yes. even before special containment procedures. Yeah, so under Special Order 05 blank, the following is addendum is attached to the beginning of the file for SCP-231-7. All personnel assigned to it must rotate out for one month for psychological counselling after two months on site. Dash 7 is to be kept in an undisclosed location. All personnel assigned to it will be transported or will be transported there blindfolded from Site 19 by a route including no fewer than seven different modes of transformation. Transportation even, including but not limited to aircraft, automobile, underground tunnel, and blank. I imagine that's like subway or railroad or something. Yeah. Um, what? Know what about this? So this is another one, or at least people are taken from Site 19 to get to it. Mm. So I guess it's not on Site 19. Yeah. So removal of the blindfold during the transport process is grounds for immediate termination. Well, then mm. how do the people transporting you transport you there? Is it yeah. all automated? I guess. I guess they're blindfolded too. <laughs> They just crashed all the, that's what like 90% of sea accidents are is just they can't see where they're fucking going. But the what after that after, but now they are experts at flying blindfolded. <laughs> Personnel oh, assigned to SCP-E-231-7 must undergo heavy psychological testing before being cleared to enter the site. Indif in individuals must score at least 72 points on the Milgram obedience examination, be unmarried, have no offspring, and express nothing less than total loyalty to the Foundation. Jesus, this sounds like a fucking feudal lord, like when they had eunuchs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you truly loyal to me? You will never marry or have kids. Also, what's the Milgram obedience examination? Um, I'm not familiar with it exactly. I assume it's an examination to measure your obedience level. Alright, I'm not gonna, like, look into it so you can keep going, but I do want to, um, put it, like, in a sidebar for later. I'm interested yeah. in that. Normal psychological screening procedures against Axis 2 disorders are waived, so long as the Class D personnel in question has the mental capacity to carry out procedure 110 months off as needed. Personnel... Fuck... Hmm. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was yeah, just gonna okay. say, what the fuck is 110 Montauk? <laughs> uh, personnel who express sympathy towards Dash 7's plight and or express a desire to rescue or sympathize with it will be transferred to another project without delay. Any actual rescue attempts will be met with immediate termination. Personnel who have served on the staff of SCP-231-7's containment team are not required to divulge that information to others. No official record shall be kept of the names of any staff assigned to it, nor will said servers appear in the personnel files of said staff. So I'm guessing it's something that is, or at least makes you feel sympathetic towards it. And the reason that the names aren't divulged is so people aren't like, YOU DIDN'T SAVE THEM, and then kill you. While on site, individuals assigned to Dash 7 will be issued concealing helmets with integrated voice changes to protect their identity. On site staff are not to remove said uniforms in the presence of other staff members. Off duty hours are to be spent in private quarters alone. Six Class D personnel are to be assigned to Dash 7 each month for the purpose of carrying out Procedure 110 Montauk. Violent criminals are not to be used for this purpose due to the possibility of accidental fatality during the 110 Montauk process. What the fuck is the 110 Montauk process? Ooh. So, special containment procedures. We've got to these a bit later than usual. Yeah. So, uh, following repeated escape and suicide attempts, and based on the failure of containment for SCP-231-1 through 6, containment of Dash 7 has been amended to the following. It's to be contained within a soundproof holding cell, adjacent to holding rooms for six Class D personnel assigned for the purposes of Procedure 110 Montauk. Cameras will monitor every inch of the cell at all times, and must be manned 24 hours a day. Man-functioning monitoring equipment will be re replaced without delay by psychologically screened staff. Doors will be magnetically locked, open only by positive action by the controller monitoring facility. 
This includes all doors linking the main holding cell to those of the 6th Class D personnel. Uh, DAS 7 is to be kept restrained to a hospital bed at all times except for the purposes of Procedure 1101 talk. Hydration will be provided through IV drip. Feeding will be carried out twice per day through feeding tubes by approved medical personnel who have not taken the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> oof. <laughs> the oof, that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign at all. Under no circumstances are narcotics, anesthesia, or other unapproved medications to be administered to DAS 7. Uh, procedure 110 Montauk can be carried at least once every 24 hours by Class D personnel. During the procedure, at least one security clearance 4 231 staff member must monitor the procedure by camera at all times. Although the sound may be turned off if the vocalizations of Dash 7 become too distressing. Following the procedure, all Class D personnel must return to their holding cells or explosive collars will be detonated. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Do they have to like torture this thing? Or like, I, I don't get it, what is it? Well, we'll see. Data expunged. So the last bit of the containment procedure is data expunged per order of O5 blank on blank. Information moved to eyes only document two three one and one ten Montauk. Access to one ten Montauk is limited to personnel with security clearance four slash two three one. Description: SCP two three one seven is a blank female between blank and blank years of age with data Single expunged. Digit. Yeah, so <laughs> so it could be pretty much anything. <laughs> Uh, SCP-231-1 through 7 were retrieved from blank blank following a raid on a warehouse owned by an organization called the Children of the Scarlet King. We'll leave those links for the moment. That's a fucking ripoff of the Crimson King. <laughs> well, well, hmm. What well, the they... hell? How dare these Scarlet Children think they can be in the court of the Crimson King? Sorry about that brief break, getting right back into it. So SCP-1 through 7 were retrieved from blank blank following a priest raid on a warehouse owned by an organization called the Children of the Scarlet King. <laughs> and that oh. was a rip-off of the uh of the Excuse King. What? You okay? Tanhoney, did you think of that joke yourself? I did, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this what? is really gonna get the uh, get the get us trending, me trending even. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> hmm, this is definitely our first take. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, see, see article on blank, blank, blank in the blank, blank newspaper. Please, please raid satanic sex cult, say seven. 24 hours after rescue, SCP-231-1, real name, blank, blank. That's a really long fucking name. Yeah, went into labor pains, giving birth three meters later to SCP blank, uh, blank, blank, causing a blank event, resulting in over three-digit confirmed casualties. Jesus Christ! Foundation personnel immediately took possession of remaining scp E's 231-2 through 231-7, and based on notebook books recovered from the cult, instituted 110 Montauk to prevent future incursions. What is Procedure 110 Montauk? Are we ever going to find out? Maybe. So, Addendum A, current status of uh, 231 units. So, 231-1, deceased blank blank blank. Killed during initial recovery operations while giving birth to SCP blank. See casualty report for event 231 Alpha for more details. SCP-231-2, deceased blank blank blank. Killed during the attempt to remove fetus of second SCP blank specimen, resulting in immediate blank event. See casualty report for event 231 Bravo for more details. SCP-231-3, deceased blank blank blank. Self-terminated following a prolonged period of distress caused by implementation of Procedure 110 Montauk. SCP blank immediately underwent a blank event. See casualty report for event 231 Charlie for more details. 
SCP-500, what's that? Well, I will explain that in a second. SCP-231-4, deceased Barbara Blank, attempted to administer SCP-500. So basically what those are is those are basically 47 red pills, and if you take a pill, it cures all diseases. Yeah, yeah, we went we went through that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we gave that a try. Although successful in that all traces of SCP blank were expelled from the system, Expelled remains immediately underwent a blank event, causing numerous casualties, including SCP two three one four herself. Here's something I'm curious of. Hmm? Um, there's only forty seven pills, and I don't even think this is the first time we've seen it mentioned. Because didn't they also waste one in the machine? I think so, I would. Yeah. They wasted like one or two. I'd be interested if you check all the times uh, uh, SCP-500 has been administered. I wonder if it's over the 47 oh, by now. <laughs> so someone's fucking lying. <laughs> and so uh, they immediately went to a blank event, causing numerous casualties, including Dash 4 herself. He's the casual report. SCP-231-5, deceased by my blank. Botched application of 110-Montauk resulting in SCP-231-5 giving birth to SCP blank one hour later, which then underwent blank events. Uh, see casualty. Well, bad, I guess. <laughs> see casualty report for Echo and report on destruction of site two three one slash Aleph for more details. So whatever it is, it destroyed the entire site. Jeez. Recruitment profile of Class D personnel was revised to minimize possibility of a second botched uh, procedure. SCP two three one six deceased blank 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 killed during escape attempt. Agent abetted by Agent blank. Blank, who are being exhibiting high stress levels due to prolonged exposure to 231, obtained possession of SCP Redacted and attempted to use said weapon to rescue Dash 6 and Dash 7. Agent Blank was killed in a resulting firefight, but a stray round resulted in the termination of Dash 6 as well. Fetus of Dash 6, SCP Blank, then underwent a blank event. Uh, in the wake of this incident, O5 level personnel voted by unanimous decision to amend personnel policies. See the casualty reports. And, it's a uh, lot of fucking fetus death and birthing death yeah. and Jesus, and I still don't know what the fuck this thing is or what Montauk is. So at uh, dash seven, as of blank slash seven is currently contained at site blank, and uh, we have a letter from uh, O five blank here. Uh, yeah. Ahem. <laughs> Dear. Two... Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say denim two three one B. Oh yeah, yeah. So different. <laughs> a bit too uh, casual there, I think. <laughs> yeah, he just got done with a Cassie session, so he's in a good mood. Okay. Dear friends, it's come to my attention that recently, certain rumours have surfaced regarding 231. Due to the drop in staff morale, I've decided to address some of the more prevalent points. Uh, yes, Procedure 110 Montauk is as horrible as you have heard, which is why only Class D personnel are authorised to carry it out. Yes, it does involve brutal redacted. I'm going to just assume that's like mutilation or something horrible. No, assignment to 231 is not intended to test your loyalty to the Foundation, your tendencies towards blank, or anything else. No, 231 is not a punishment detail. Yes, there are staff members who have been on 231 and successfully transferred out by their own request. No, not everyone who's worked on 231 is terminated upon leaving the project. Yes, staff members who have been assigned to 231 are allowed to take a Class A amnestic before leaving the project if so desired. Yes, false memories are then implanted. No, none of the supposed methods for recovering or detecting false memories work. Yes, there are some of you who've worked on 231 and don't remember it. No, we have not given up on trying to save 231-7, but research in that field must be carried out with the utmost of caution. Based on the increased potency of each subsequent blank event associated with each subsequent blank specimen, there is a strong possibility that SCP-231-7's blank event could result in an XK-class end-of-the-world scenario. 
This information is corroborated in notebooks recovered from the cultists. See documents. Plevin Bride says This makes yours. me think that this has to do with, like, based on the name, the cult, that has to do with, like, birthing Satan or some sort of equivalent being. Mm. And the procedure they're doing is, like, con- it's, like, brutal and painful, but it's, like, constantly keeping it from being born without killing it, because if you kill it, then something happens. Yeah. It's always an event, so it's, like, some sort of torture to keep it from being born. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. No, putting the poor girl out of her misery is not an option. Nearing's drunging her. She has to be aware of what is going on for one ten month talk to work. One final note. The Foundation does many distasteful things in the completion of our mission, but our mission is important enough that the price is one we must pay. Containment of SCP-231 is one of our most dangerous duties, not because of any direct danger to ourselves, like SCP-682. Hey, that's the lizard! Yeah. Hey, I know that guy. Hey, I know that guy now. But because of the danger that our resolve will fail, they will allow ourselves to either let down our guard due to sympathy for the suffering of an innocent, or they will allow ourselves to become monsters through the performance of monstrous acts. Just do your jobs and save the philosophizing for the shrink. Sincerely, O5 Blank. And then that's the end of the letter, there's nothing else in there. Let's go to Addendum 231-C. It's an update. Okay, I'm thinking maybe you caught that, but that isn't the end of the letter, there is another line. Oh. Oh, don't believe it when they say they're trying to save her. Why would they bother? They've got exactly what they want, exactly where they want. What the fuck? <laughs> Who wrote that there? I don't know. Why would the O5 put that in or let that be put in? Spooky. Okay, seriously, I guess, just, I don't even know anymore. This is one of those ones that's annoying because, like, it's so interesting and they're purposely not giving me the information. And I hate it. It's like, uh, it's like, um, that's like one of my least favorite tropes. I don't think it's bad writing or anything, but just I hate when, like, the audience is missing information that the characters have instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Drives me nuts, but it's still pretty well written. Okay, so let's go to the update. So 2317's emotional response to 110 Mortark appears to be reduced recently, despite proper execution of said procedure, increasing the danger of SCB blank undergoing a blank event. Two options have been proposed. One, development of a new containment procedure with higher emotional response than 110 Montauk. Or two, administration of a Class A amnestic to 231-7, allowing for a return to base emotional response state. Said memory modification is administered during execution of 110 Montauk to maintain heightened emotional state following memory resets. Please advise, Dr. Blank. That decision, carry option two at the first available opportunity from O5 Blank. I love how short that response was from O5. Do like, it. we have to get back to Cassie! Don't have time for this! And then and the aftermath, option two was carried out. Uh, Dash 7's emotional state returned to 100% efficiency. Dr. Blank subsequently committed suicide due to heightened emotional stress. Uh, just for a note, the Dr. Blank that committed suicide is the same number of blanks as the doctor who asked which thing in, yeah. in the up. So we'll continue analysis of efficiency of treatment, Dr. Blank. Uh, new Dr. Blank, more blanks. Yes. And the final one is... Uh, Continued analysis of efficiency of treatment. So after some... Um, I think it's efficacy. How dare you. You've I'm humiliated sorry. me in front of the discovering <laughs> SCP fanbase. I'm sorry. It's just... What have you done? I'm so sorry. Don't game end me. <laughs> <laughs> so after some analysis, I've determined that it's not necessary to perform memory modification every time the procedure is carried out. In fact, it is better to delay for some time before re-administering the agent. Analysis of subject slash seven's emotional response indicates that. Well, what does it indicate? I don't know. Why don't you say the word? Um, I like so much. 
Efficacy? Yeah. The procedure 110 Montauk seems to peak between the third and fourth performance of the procedure. The dread of anticipation of events seems to heighten emotional response through time before familiarity with the procedure begins to lessen the... So whatever the fuck they're doing, it requires on them being super distressed. Yeah, treatment. My recommendation is Class A Amnestics be administered once a week during 110 Montauk. The calendar has been modified accordingly. Doctor Blank. I want to know what the fuck 110 Montauk is. Is it? Do they tell us in any of these tales linked earlier? No, it's one of the big things. You don't find out except that it's super, it's awful. <laughs> Did we ever find out what what this girl's deal is in any of the tales? We do find a little bit more, but we don't find out See, what. Specifically. Oh, it drives me insane. Objectively, I would give this one an 8 or a 9 out of 10, but personally, just because I hate that trope of, like, everyone but the audience knowing what's going on. Um, like, dramatic irony, um, which is what you see more often, is, like, when the audience knows and the characters don't. Um, personally, I would give it, like, a 6 out of 10, because that pisses me off so much. But it is really interesting. Mm. Uh, if a bit extreme... I mean, more than a bit. Very dark. Like, I think that is one thing that makes it so interesting, is even without telling you what it is... Just by context clues, you know that whatever's going on is really dark. But they never have to describe gory details or tell it to you to, to instill that sense of, like, grimness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's really clever writing that I actually haven't seen before. I'm very surprised to encounter it on, like, a, not to disparage SCP or anything, but, like, compared to, like, an official literature, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And mm. it's on, like, a, a fan site of sorts. Um, very brilliant. And this was by the guy that my friend wanted to check out. Dr. Clef? Yeah. Uh, I was very impressed by this. Is Dr. Clef still around? What's his deal? Um, yeah, he, he shows up uh, still. So he's one of the old members as well, like Dr. Gears. Do his was. SCPs tend to be like this? In general, I've been meaning to ask, um, uh, especially because you're so experienced here, um, not to put you in a category, but like you, for example, you tend to write a lot of surreal SCPs. Is it like common for a, a writer to have like a sort of style generally that their scps tend to follow i would say so yeah so like would a lot of his be like grim or, or reliant on not having information or is this just a, a special case um it, it, i don't know whether it's those specific themes but it's sort of a general feel usually with different authors right. that you can i don't know if it's that blatant though like gears are always very mechanical hmm. um no pun intended you know they're always Except like very <laughs> uh, they're always like very because um, we read a lot of Gears that's why I can say that they're always like this is how it works uh, yeah, blank, yeah. Blank, blank, very, very cinematic yeah um, it's just kind of something interesting I've noticed that you can sort of identify authors by the way they write mm. um, which is really cool uh, so what do you got for us next so we have the next one we have is uh, SCP-962 by uh, Anaxagara so I don't believe you've read one from before um what did you say? It's, who did you say it's by and that we uh, haven't read before? Anaxagoras. I'm not sure how you say it. Anaxagoras. Let me give this a look-see. Who's Jarvis bot? Oh, that's a bot. Anax wow, this one actually hasn't been edited that much for one written in 2011. Yeah. Usually there's at least two or three pages of edits. Yeah, this it is must one of like, the biggest ones on the site, but it's one of my personal favorites, so I wanted to uh, have a look it's at it. has got more upvotes than RoboDude, so... Wait, has it? Yeah. What the fuck? Wow, that's incredible. What a good article. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's title is uh, Tower of Babel. That's not uh, B-A-B-E-L, that's B-A-B-B-L-E. So, like, I babbling. Is it anything... S well, that's what happened at the Tower of Babel in the Bible, too. Well, yeah, but it's a different spelling is what I'm trying to get across. I, I believe you. Is this, is this the same Tower of Babel? <laughs> what do you mean you believe me? 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to be like Sam doesn't know what the Tower of Babel is. I mean, like, no, no, I, I, that's I how it's spelled. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> is this in any way modeled after the Tower of Babel, spelled B A B E L? Well, we'll have to have a look. All right, spin us off, DJ. Item number, S and we have a nice picture actually as well. Oh yes, uh, could you put this in the video, Tan? Just a little extra work for you. Uh, <laughs> item number SCP-962. <laughs> Object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. Due to its immo immo <laughs> immobility, immobility, SCP-962 is to be left in the valley in which it was found. A blank kilometer perimeter is to be set up around the object. Any civilians seeking to pass the perimeter to be turned away under the premise that a nuclear waste containment site is within. Couldn't they see the giant tower? No, you can't. It's Any... huge. You That's can't. an aerial photo of it. No, no, no you can't. Any <laughs> persons not affiliated with the Foundation found within the area are to be interrogated and issued Class A amnestics. And no fly zone is to be enforced by the same perimeter. Oh, I see. To discourage growth of 962's range, four live cattle and two tons of timber are to be airdropped near SCP-962 on a weekly basis. Oh, so I guess it needs to eat, and if you don't feed it, it'll move or grow. Any balloons released by 962 are to be shot down, and reasonable effort made to recover the manuscripts. Should oh, fuck, is, is this Animal Crossing? <laughs> <laughs> you find a DIY recipe. <laughs> <laughs> the corpse of God. Should a, should a balloon escape and be found by a civilian, Class A amnestics would be administered and the balloon attached writings confiscated. All manuscripts are to be stored in a minimal security vault, with rants stored in a separate vault. Ah, oh, so this thing's sentient. Level 2 or higher personnel wishing to read materials produced by 962 may submit a request to the project director. So, description. SCP-962 is a large uh, metal tower located in a valley in the Blank Mountains in Redacted. It is made primarily of steel, though other materials are present. The tower is approximately 281 meters tall, with a 2,575 square meter base. It twists Jeez. and tapers somewhat as it rises from the ground. And the top third of the tower is empty, an inner wall in the lower area renders it opaque to imaging. SCP-962 can open an aperture anywhere on its surface. SCP-962 produces and controls an estimated 13,500 servitors, Collectively designated SCP-962-1. What is what are servitors? Let's find out. Specimens of 962-1 are cybernetically augmented animals. Oh god. These augmentations usually force the animals into a bipedal gait, and are often accompanied by crude cosmetic alterations such as a removal of a snout, with the apparent goal of making the servitors appear more human-like. Oh god. So it is Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> This is the Animal Crossing SCP. I want to build this fucking tower in the game. Also, though, um, cybernetically augmented animals, if it weren't for them making it more human-like, that kind of reminds me of that disease yeah. that Dr. Geek wrote. So the nervous system of members of 962-1 is slaved to implanted electrodes, which allow them to be controlled by a central source, assumed to be the tower itself. These servitors fulfill a number of roles. Many of them mine for ore in an extensive system of tunnels excavated below the valley, which is then refined by the tower. Others repair damage to structure over servitors. A small number construct roads, apparently to facilitate movement of 962-1. The remaining servitors hunt down and destroy all non-human life in the valley. Okay, so if you're a human, it's safe to go in here. Mm. 
There are no this place likes humans a lot. Yeah, there are no recorded instances of any member of 962-1 attacking a human or a machine, even in self-defense. Frequently, the corpses of animals killed in these hunts are brought back to 962 for conversion into 962-1. Plants may also be returned for use as fuel. Despite the damage caused by their augmentations, services are very, servitors are very effective at their roles and seem to be built specifically for them. Oh, I'm just imagining like creepy walking cows and yeah. shit. Oh, it's so gross. That's why I can't play Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh my god, this is actually the Animal Crossing SCP. Approximately so 60 times a day, 962 will release a hydrogen-filled balloon from an aperture in the empty region near its top. These balloons are made from animal tissue of varying species, believed to be from the animals brought in by 962-1. Attached to each balloon is a manuscript written in English and typically on paper or vellum. Sometimes That's instead cool. it will be a sky egg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that. <laughs> what? I was just about to ask a real question. You caught me off guard. Oh, uh, what's vellum? Uh, well, vel- you don't know what vellum is? Alright, I'll Seriously? look it up. Vellum is prepared animal skin or membrane, typically used as material. (laughs) Literally reading off the Wikipedia. (laughs) Sorry, it's also called parchment. That's another term for this material. For this material, and if vellum is distinguished from this, it is by vellum being made from calf skin. Yeah. So, oh, you know this as well. Oh my god, I hate you. Okay, so the length, content, and style of writing varies greatly. Manuscripts have taken a variety of form, including poems, novels, and collections of essays. These manuscripts exhibit no anomalous properties, but are generally of extremely high writing quality, strongly suggesting sapience on the part of 962. Of possible note is the general optimism present in these writings, as well as the lack of any mention of non-human life. Also, it's very humanistic. Very rarely, 962 will release a balloon with a document attached that is a departure from its usual writings. These manuscripts are disjointed, rambling, and bizarre rants, the exact meaning of which is unclear. In them, 962 explicitly praises humans, consistently identifying mankind as the great ones it is trying to please. See document 962-382 for example. This is kind of long shot and not exactly sure where my theory is going, but you know, buildings are things created by people, so it would make sense for a building to worship people as gods hmm. if it was alive, yeah, if are. that makes sense. So the origin of 962 is unclear, though estimations based on its mining rate suggest that it has existed for no more than 20 years. Oh, dude, I'm older than SCP-962. Wow. Document 962-382. The following is an expert from one of 962's rants. Grammar, punctuation, and emphasis have been left the same, though text colour has been omitted. Would you like to read this out, or shall I? Sure. Okay. Cleanse the world for the great ones, cleanse the world for the great ones, who greater than you, your majesty, your sublime nature, great ones, do I do right? The flesh and wood serve you, unite with the steel you love, do you love me too? I am what you love. Great ones, see as I do my duty, my passion, forget the slow pace, the steel takes time! Did you like the servants? They were the best of the cleansed, only the best for you, great ones, made like you formed, you assume here on a world to clean to honor. You do appreciate, please, please, I will complete the cleansing soon. And you can take me away in your ship's of fire and i can love you and you will love me oh my god that's why i actually texted on every day before we start recording <laughs> stalker am i right guys <laughs> that's getting edited out along with your life <laughs> i was talking about the building oh, right you. right yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> please keep it the editing part oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're the funniest fucking guy I know. Okay, <laughs> we have one more, right? 
yes, uh, last I'm one. A bit worried. I'm a bit worried about hitting our hour mark. The first SCP you linked was like not even 40 minutes ago. Right. Okay. Well, uh, let's get. Well, let's not speed past this one. What do you think of it? Uh. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, let me get my thoughts. Wait. Uh, creative. Creative. Surreal. Oh, okay. No, uh, it was very creative. It was surreal. I really like it. I think it's interesting. I know it's kind of a shadow theory that I don't have a lot more behind, but I do like the idea of like, oh, if a building was sapient, of course it would worship beings that create buildings. Mm. Um, the nature of it, though, and how it's so young is interesting to me. I wonder if it's like a result of some SCP architect, perhaps. Mm. Um, this seems like something that would almost fit with Dr. Gears. The style's different, but the idea of the SCP seems like it could totally be a Gears SCP. Um, very impressed with, you mentioned it was Anaxagoras who wrote this. Yeah. And further impressive, not to diminish anyone else's quality, but like I said, I've always seen at least two or three pages of edits. So for a nine-year-old SCP to only have one page of edits makes me think that even from the get-go, this was pretty exceptionally written. Um, very impressive. Overall, I'd probably give it a 10 out of 10. Nice. High praise. Really good. Yeah. I can see why it's one of your favorites, unironically. It's pretty good. <laughs> Although I still, my, my biggest question is, who the fuck is Jarvis bot? <laughs> He's just a bot. <laughs> Why is uh, he but how is he the highest level? You're, you've been here nine years and you're like just short of the highest level. How is a bot the highest level? <laughs> I guess it, <laughs> the AI is taking over. It's, so, it's not fair. It's, it's outrageous. <laughs> oh, oh, shit! Guess who the one of the first people to ever edit this was? Dexanote, Ooh. your boy! My boy. Yo, we're all coming together. When are we going to get Dexanote on the podcast, by the way? Maybe someday. I like his Mob Psycho profile picture. Our final one for today is SCP-701, and the title of this one is The Hanged King's Tragedy. And oh, okay, that's a badass name. And this is that one sounds one metal favorites. as fuck. Uh, it's written by Elana. Interest- oh, no, it's, it's not. No, it's Sorry. not. What are you talking about? It's written by Tin Watchman. Sorry, I was on page yeah. one. And he, he hasn't actually written that much for the wiki, so this is a bit of a one-hit wonder as far as I'm aware. Also, this was written 11 years ago. Is he still around, even? I don't think so. Oh, it's got a lot of upvotes, 1349. It's almost triple the upvotes of uh, of RoboDude. Yeah, I compare everything now to RoboDude's upvotes. Well, let me check how many SCP-5000 has, just out of curiosity. Oh my god. This guy's so full of himself. Probably like 2000. Um... Which one? Which one is oh, it? He actually has uh, around thirteen more actually than five thousand still. Wait, where? <laughs> where is it? No, you'll don't look at it yet. It's only fourteen thirty-six. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Shame. L. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I handed the L. I'm editing that out. <laughs> so SCP seven zero one. We got a picture here of a. Uh, Gentleman. Looks like a mummy with bl with chains around him, and then he's got like a circle in the center. Yeah, so SCP-701-1 in a still image from SCP-71-19 blank slash day. I gotta be real with you for a second. I might steal this as a stand design in the future. How dare you? <laughs> it's really cool looking. Wouldn't that make a great stand? I guess it would. Okay, it's pretty so, good. Item number SCP-701. Object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. All materials relating to 701 are kept in a triple locked archive at storage site blank. These are items currently consist. Excuse me. These items currently consist of the two currently extant copies of the 1614 quarto. What's the 1640 quarto? Perhaps we will see. 27 copies of the 1965 trade paperback edition. 
10 copies of a 1971 hardcover printing, 21 floppy diskets consisting of data seized from raids on Expunged, 1 SVHS video cassette tape designated SCP 701 19 A, and 1 steel knife of unknown origin designated the dash B. Wait a minute, have you told me about this one before? I don't think so. Because based on the name and the reason that it's a bunch of hardcover, floppy disk, it makes me seem like this is like a story or a play. Hmm. At no time are any of these items to be removed from the room. Access to the area is to be heavily monitored. Absolutely no personnel whatsoever is to be granted access to the archive without the express in-person permission of doctors blank, blank, leblank, reblank, and jablank. <laughs> jablank? I love... Can his official name just be jablank? Yeah. It's my favorite. Okay, so description. SCP-701, The Hanged King's Tragedy, is a Caroline-era revenge tragedy in five acts. Performances of the play are associated with sudden... Psych- so it is a play! Yeah. Yeah. ...are associated with sudden psychotic and suicidal behaviour among both observers and participants, as well as the manifestation of a mysterious figure classified as SCP-701-1. That kind of uh, reminds me of... Have you ever heard of Gloomy Sunday? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. Kind of reminds me a little bit of that. It's like people who listen to it want to commit suicide. Oof. Oof. <laughs> it's actually a good song, unironically. Yeah. Get past the superstition. Historical estimates place the number of lives claimed by the player between blank and blank. It's a lot of uh, digits. Both blanks are five digits. Over the past so... 300 years. Jesus. So, performances of the Hand King's tragedy do not always end with an outbreak. Of the blank recorded performances, only blank, 36.78%, have ended in SCP 701 events. According to historical records and investigations, these outbreaks generally follow the same pattern. So, one to two weeks prior to events. During the dress rehearsal period, cast members will begin to spontaneously deviate from the published text of the play. Rather than improvisation or gaffes associated with going off-script, said deviations will be both orderly and consistent, as if the actors were working off a new version of the script. The cast and production crew will seem unaware of any change, and if it is brought to their attention, will state that the play has run that way from the beginning. <laughs> two to three hours prior to events, the outbreak generally occurs during opening night, or else at the production of the greatest planned attendance, generally falling from the first week after the play's opening. One to two hours before event, SCP-701-1 begins to appear on stage in the final scene of Act 1, generally in the background or to the side of the main action. It may seem to enter or exit the stage area, but does not appear to ever enter the backstage or offstage area. It simply disappears when not on stage. The cast does not appear to notice or comment on SCP-701-1, at least at first. The event. Oh, Jesus, the event. This is so menacing. SCP-701-1 appears fully on stage during the banquet scene at 5. Here it will be incorporated into the action of the play as The Hanged King. The cast will either murder each other or commit suicide, sometimes using items that seem to appear spontaneously on stage. Rioting breaks out in the audience, with viewers randomly attacking anyone in front of them, regardless of prior relationship. Following the events, if any of the audience members survive the initial outbreak, they may exit the performance space, in which case they will continue to engage in random or opportunistic violence. Victims will generally require sedation or restraint in this scenario. Normal personality will begin to return roughly 24 hours after the event. Surviving victims will generally exhibit signs consistent with a traumatic experience. Some will have no recollection of the event. Others may be rendered permanently comatose or psychotic. For a typical case study of an outbreak, see Incident Report uh, 
SCP-701-19 blank-1. So we might shut that out uh, after we've gone through the rest of it. I would be down for that. There's also yeah. another link, it looks like. Yeah, analysis of the events leading up to the last uncontained 701 event in 19 blank during a high school drama performance in blank blank. For more information on the play's published text, see the documents. Okay, so we might Should leave we the uh, well? the document we might leave alone for the moment just because that is how it's meant to go without the anomalous shit. Which oh. isn't terribly uh, relevant to what we're looking at. Okay, well I'm going to bookmark it and read it yeah, later. Sure. In short, 701 is a self-evolving memetic virus transferred through unknown means through the text of the play. Dr. LeBlanc has theorized that 701 events may involve expunged. Good, good uh, hypothesis, Doctor. This hypothesis right. is consistent with a spike in blank-blank play levels detected via satellite in the vicinity of the 19 blank incident, indicating expunged. Foundation or agents are understanding orders suppress any performance or publication of SCP-701 were never found or detected. Despite our best efforts to the contrary, however, the play remains freely available online, sometimes under different titles. All attempts to detect or isolate the origin of these copies have failed. Suppression of the play's publication has generally been successful, with most copies of a 1971 scholarly edition destroyed before distribution. Nevertheless, copies of a 1965 trade paperback turn up with some regularity in both college and high school libraries. Agents sought to obtain or otherwise destroy these items whenever possible. These damn theater kids. <laughs> All for the theater. History. The first known publication of the Heinz King's tragedy was as a quarto dated 1640. The play's author is not listed. The publisher, one William Cook, disappeared from the historical record soon after. Strangely, the text does not appear in the stationer's register. The first known 701 event on record occurred in 18 blank during a performance of the play in blank blank, USA. Other significant incidents include the 19 blank performance at a small theatre in blank, the 1964 performance at the University of blank, the 19 blank performance at blank University, the SC first SCP-1701 successfully suppressed by the Foundation, the 19 blank performance by a student group. So that makes blank. me that makes me that makes me get, gives me more confidence in my theory because these other 19s are it's been going in chronological order. These other blanks are after 64 that the SCP Foundation was founded in the 70s or 80s. Mm. That gives me more confidence in my theory. Okay. The 19 blank television adaptation by the Blank Broadcasting oh. Corporation. Production successfully shut down by the Foundation before broadcast. And the 19 blank incident in blank, Ohio, USA, designated SCP-701-19-1. And I think that links to the same thing as yeah. earlier. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it links it twice, but okay. Publication yeah. history, original 1640 quarto, unknown copies in Foundation custody. 7033 Folio Edition, republished 1790, 1813 Cambridge University Press Edition, 1965 Trade Paperback Edition, 1971 Hardcover Edition. Agents should note that copies of the play have often been misfiled under different titles or spellings of the title. Furthermore, photocopies of the 65 text will be found in circulation throughout college theatre departments in the continental United States and the United Kingdom. Fucking theatre kid. Yeah. Additional. Uh, given the high probability of expunged in my mind, I again recommend that 701 be upgraded to Cataclass. The SCP-701 memetic virus may very well be the forefront of an invasion scenario, furthermore expunged. <laughs> furthermore expunged. <laughs> what a great sign-off. Denied. Now that this is what this specific 05 sounds like now, I guess. We don't know his number, but he's... he's we he's have. Got, well, we know he's single digit. Denied. None of the current information we have on 701 indicates an XK class scenario. Until we have additional data, classification will remain at Euclid. 
face facts, Doctor. So the here's cat... what's strange to me. Sorry, uh, finish the line. I apologize. The cat's been long out of the bag on this one. In this line of business, we consider ourselves luckier if we lo- only use a hundred or so people every ten years. O oh, five blank. Um, what's weird to me is maybe it's because this is an old one. This was like what two thousand nine, but this is extra. This is absolutely a case of power level for the ranking. Like where you, like, you've told me about the lock box test, but nothing's changed about its containment. Mm. Um, and in theory, even it would be safe because all you have to do is not read it. But um, he wants to call it Keter because of the possibility that it could be, um, it could result in a extermination scenario where previously it's just been based on how hard it is to contain hmm. from what i know like that's a, a very sheer power level you know what i mean yeah yeah this is one of the older ones here yeah uh, so i would actually think this should be rated safe or maybe euclid because new copies keep appearing hmm. but like all you have to do is not read it in theory it doesn't like actively you know force people to read it and cause the event hmm. um i like it a lot though yes uh, Good job, Tin Watchman. I give it up probably a nine out of ten. And we can see actually oh. the tags here at the bottom. There is a tag for Hanged King, so this is something that comes up again uh, that we'll be looking at later on as well. That is interesting. One thing I've noticed too. Um, this has been. This doesn't have to do so much with the time period, though. I've noticed our last few SCPs. The first few SCPs we read on here um, were pretty straightforward, hmm. um, but a lot more of these have had more and more censoring um, to the point where sometimes if like. I, I wouldn't say in this one it's not too bad because I, I feel like it mostly serves a purpose. And it was definitely good in the one with with the Montauk because the whole point is to yeah. give you that feeling. But I feel like sometimes it's a little gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. With like, some of the older like for example, it tells us 1964 and then there's two more 19 blank that we know are chronological. Like, does it really matter if we know if it was in the 70s, 80s, or yeah, 90s? Yeah. It's definitely it's just, something that fades over time, though. Okay, yeah, I just noticed that. But this is an early one, and um, another thing that I really like about it um, is that only about a, th- a little over a third of the performances have this, so it totally makes sense that daring enough theater kids, because, you know, people still perform Hamlet, and that's supposed to be a cursed play. Yeah. Um, I remember I had theater kid friends that would get really pissed if you even mentioned Hamlet before a play. I thought that um, was um, Macbeth. Macbeth, sorry, fuck. Yes, Macbeth, not Hamlet. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, oh, I've doomed our fucking podcast now. We've said it. So so it totally makes sense along the lines of a theater kid SCP. Um, really creative. I want to read that that normal play at some point, but I guess before we finish this off, we should read that instant report. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't look too long. Yeah, so SCPs involved, SCP-701. Dates, blank, blank, 19 blank, as you said. <laughs> <Lots of things. laughs> Location expunged. <laughs> Report prepared by Doctors Riley and Jablank. Oh, the, it's Jablank again! Yeah, on the content of SCP. SCP is a 187mm by 103mm by 25mm SVHS video cassette tape recovered by investigators from the scene of the incident at performance of 701 at Blank High School in Blank Blank. Tape was found in a destroyed consumer grade camcorder, which was apparently recording the performance from a vantage point within the audience. It is the only surviving record of the event. Please see the 701 archives for a full transcript of the recording, which obviously doesn't exist. In order to compare right. the identified deviations during the 701 event with the actual plot of the published text, see the document. Okay, so the purpose is so you can compare those and be like, alright, that's what was not supposed to happen. Mm. But also, you get sort of enough context from this. Right. So, at zero, tape begins. 
three minutes, ten minutes, three minutes, ten seconds. House lights go down. Five minutes, twelve seconds. The curtain rises. Play begins as published with Gonzalo's coronation speech. Ten minutes and twenty-one seconds. A possible sighting of seven o one one during Isabella's ravings. An anomalous shadow not belonging to one of the cast members shows up along the back wall of the set. <laughs> and three seconds later, it disappears. At 23 minutes and 15 seconds, the first deviation from the text. Rather than a dialogue between Francisco and the courtesan, the curtain drops and comes back on on a burst stage. Antonio enters from stage right. Here's, here's real quick before we continue. Um, because they're writing down um, what's different, uh, I assume that means they read it. Does this only happen if you perform the play? Can yeah. you read it? Yeah. They, oh they, my they... god, fuck theater kids! <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it! <laughs> what the hell? So 23 Sorry. minutes, 24 seconds, first indirect sighting of 701-1. The shadow of a figure seems to appear on the back wall from stage right. Antonio stops in place and acts surprised. The shadow disappears. Antonio begins a long soliloquy, confirming that he now believes Isabella's story. Dr. Giblank notes that while this soliloquy is in the style of the rest of the play and seems to be accurate Carolyn Arrow dialogue, Antonio's speech in the scene does not exist in the original text. <laughs> 24 minutes and 12 seconds, curtain drops. And uh, around uh, 30 seconds later, the curtain rises on Francisco and the courtesan. Antonio returns. The play continues as scripted. At 31 minutes and 14 seconds, first direct sighting of 701-1. It enters and stands at the edge of stage left towards the Act 2, Scene 1. At 32 minutes and 17 seconds, Gonzalo's dialogue concludes as scripted, with the mention of an appointment for the ambassador from Alagada. He exits stage left. 701-1 seems to turn and follow him as the lights go down. <laughs> it's so spooky. Menacing. 38 minutes and 13 seconds. Second sighting of it during Act 3, Scene 1. It appears on the st edge of stage right as Gonzalo and Petruccio murder Sotrino. The scene concludes with Gonzalo ordering his cooks to prepare the corpse as a stew. Scripts recovered from the scene indicate that this section had been cut in rehearsal. 51 minutes. Oh, so I assume that even, even though the original play has that, they weren't going to do it in... Then they um, did. Yeah. <laughs> 51 minutes, 11 seconds. Third sighting of SCP-701-1 appears close to stage left as Antonio kills Isabella. Uh, an hour, 9 minutes, and 12 seconds. Fourth sighting, it enters with Gonzalo at the beginning of Act 4, Scene 1, and follows him throughout the scene. The scene also contains two key moments. First, Gonzalo seems to nod to SCP-701-1 when he mentions the Ambassador of Alagada. This is the first time a cast member has seemed to indicate its presence. Second, the scene ends with a deviation from the text, whereas the scripted speech at the end of Act 4, Scene 1 ends with Gonzalo considering his own moral inequity. Gonzalo here seems to be more concerned that his tribute will be sufficient for the ambassador. The lights go down. Moral inequity. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Continue. An hour and 21 minutes. Fifth sighting, SCP-701-1 enters stage left at the end of Act 4, Scene 2, as Antonio leaves to secure a blade for his coup. Rather than exiting, Antonio stops in front of the SCP, who hands him a long dagger. This is believed to be the first appearance of the item classified SCP-701-19 blank-B. Note there is no mention of the item in the prop list or the other records maintained by the production. Oh, and they said it can give you weapons. Yeah. 701-1 and Antonio depart the stage together. And 32 minutes, 6 fighting, 701-1 appears on stage left as Canari... Uh, hour 32 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. As Ladovico exits. Giorno then enters... No, that doesn't happen. 
<laughs> one minute 35 seconds uh, 35 minutes even one hour, one hour yeah exactly. the lights come up at five scene one the banquet scene begins as scripted and uh, oh, fa- God. five minutes later antonio enters bearing a piece of parchment here the textual deviations begin in earnest rather than the parchment being patricio's confession as scripted he instead describes it as an invoice from the ambassador of alagada proving that gonzalo owes more tribute than he intends to pay one hour 41 minutes 42 seconds around a minute later 701-1 enters at this point from stage right. The entire cast seems to perceive it. Gonzalo stands up, curses as an aside to the audience, and runs for stage left. The rest of the cast, including Alinda and Francisco, who enter for stage left, stage left physically restrain Gonzalo and drag him back onto the stage. Uh, 701-1 meanwhile moves to the centre of the stage, where it stands in front of Gonzalo's throne. Uh, for 1 hour 43 minutes, a noose is dropped onto the stage from above. The cast force Gonzalo into the noose as he begins to curse in Italian, and in one place possibly Latin. The noose is drawn taut, and as the cast drops, uh, Gonzalo, who begins to asphyxiate. At 1 hour 43 minutes 32 seconds, Antonio speaks. With this, the tribute in full is paid. The actor takes uh, the dagger <laughs> and draws it across Gonzalo's stomach, spilling his intestines Ooh. across the stage. What? Well, that's, that's, not, that's not good. One hour, 44 minutes. Alinda takes the dagger from Antonio. She speaks, with this fool's blood, it is the hanged king's. She cuts Antonio's throat. And one hour, 45 minutes. Ropes drop from the roof of the stage with a noose for each cast member. The cast assembles underneath them. Alinda takes position next to SCP-701-1. Then around uh, 30 seconds later, Alinda says, with this, our blood, it is the hanged king's. And the cast hang themselves. And then, Cessary 701-1 moves from the hanging corpses into front centre stage. The stage lights cut out. Sounds of screaming and physical violence around the camera. Loud sound, most likely the camera being knocked over. And the camera is destroyed. And the tape ends. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Why, Hanged King? Why? What a spooky man. Wait, where's the... Alright, I'm gonna read the original... Not here, because I know you don't want me to. I just want to read Act 5 to see what normally happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. arrives at Gonzalo's banquet. Gonzalo once again offers a toast. It's time to the ambassadors of the foreign nations. Meal served. Antonio enters bearing a signed confession he obtained from Patricio offstage, which includes the details of Swartz's murder, proof of Antonio's lineage. Gonzalo is deposed by the outraged courtiers. Rather than murder him, however, Antonio instead decides to spare the usurper and let him accept the exile to a monastery. He then orders Francisco to start making plans for his marriage to Linda. That's interesting. Hmm. So, um, okay, so it is a tragedy. Never mind. I was going to say, usually a tragedy has a sad ending, but it seemed like it had a happy ending, but Gonzalo's the protagonist. So right, it is yeah. Okay. Interesting, 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 interesting. Um, very, this was definitely written by uh, a theater kid. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm being 100% legit. This is someone who is at least familiar with plays, so. Yeah. I, I just by skimming the other one, it's, it's clearly well structured. This very much seems like I could I could realistically hear this is like a superstition told backstage at a play. I yeah. used to do a little bit of theater. Um, this is totally something that would come up if it was real. Um, I could totally see theater crews wanting to perform it if it's taboo. Um, very interesting. Very cool. I like it a lot. Very cool, Hans King. <laughs> yeah, definitely a 9 out of 10. Maybe a 10 out of 10. Really, really good. Um, definitely better than Robo, dude. Wait, what? Nothing. You didn't say it right now? 
No, you can no. speak to me in this manner in my nightmare Robo realm. So good. In my podcast, in my nightmare realm. I'm just kidding. I love to use Robo Dude as a metric, though. It's like, oh yeah, this is at least as good as three Robo Dudes. <laughs> this has so, become my new thing. Yeah, that's we, what you get for trying to hide them from me. And we've come to about an hour as well with that, so that's been tied up well, quite nicely, though. There were also a lot of cuts in between. Yeah, but I have cut those out, so. Have you, man? Don't worry, I'll come up with some filler. <laughs> Oh, I'll sing a song we... or something. Oh, well, Tanhody, don't you have any closing words for our audience? Our audience, I do, I do. Uh, sorry, we didn't read SCP One Thousand today. We'll do it next time. We pretty much got through all the vital, vital lore here. Sorry, guys, but Tanhony knows if he spends any more time with me here, I'll activate my secret powers and depose him. You can never. Really. Then why am I weaving these hand signs? Oh, hold on. I need to talk to my uh, other podcasting partner, the Hanged King. <laughs> oh, God, no! <laughs> Wait, where did you get that knife from, bud? With this uh, blood. It is the Hanged King's! Ah!